0: Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now, here's today's podcast.
1: What's going on, everybody? So excited to be back in the studio today. Today, I have with me Sir Trenton of Gill. I am back. You are Sir Trenton. <laughs> I am back and I'm back, ready. Back and ready. I'm excited. Da, da, da. Full of the sun's energy. (laughs) The energy (laughs) of the sun. So not Sunny Delight? Like, not orange juice, but Mm. actual sun rays? Or,
0: (sighs) what are we talking here? (laughs) I I just got demotivated.
1: Oh, demotivated? Why? Because
0: you heard of Sunny Delight? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) now I'm just uh, like, now I'm down the dumps, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't need that vitamin C. (laughs) Give me the, the sun's vitamins. Let's go. I did like it when Sunny D came out with a, it was some kind of blue one. When I was, I must have been twelve yeah. or something. That one yeah, was I pretty tasty.
1: That. Yeah, I remember that. The blue one. I think they were trying to make different. That was about the same time Hawaiian Punch was coming out, and they had all the different types of flavors. And I think Hawaiian Punch went from the classic red into the blue, and they were like, "We can do a blue one too." <laughs> so it was I was all like about that blue life. About, yeah, they yeah. Were, even. Uh, oh, was it? You remember Squeeze It's right? Yeah, they still make those, but they had blue squeezes that came out. I always thought they tasted like a, a an unfrozen Popsicle.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, should I put this in the freezer? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> those of you who are listening, you're probably like, what are these guys talking about? Well, you know, enjoy your Capri Sun, and we'll talk about the olden days. Yeah, and, I bet yeah. they don't
0: even remember a pogo ball. Oh, yeah, a pogo ball. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I have
1: not seen is a pogo stick. I have not seen a pogo stick in years. I think they outlawed them. I don't yeah. think I don't think you can be on a pogo stick anymore. I'm pretty
0: sure some kid got impaled.
1: Yeah, it was like bing bing bing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> curse flat. Oh, okay, we sued the company
1: now they don't make them anymore or something. I don't know. Same with lawn darts, right? Yeah, you can't have fun. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Uh I didn't know everything we did when we were kids was dangerous until I became an adult, and I was like, "That is, that was pretty dangerous. I don't know how we're still alive, but we made it. So by the grace of God, for
0: sure. It is interesting, right? God has kept the humans alive through all of centuries when there were, like, no rules or regulations, and we were dumb as dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, look at them. They're shooting Roman
1: candles at each other. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah the humans
1: so like i'm gonna hit you with a fireball we didn't think about what it would be really if we hit one another with a said fireball until it happens and then it was like eh, in an emergency room we go <laughs> here we go so today we were going to talk about uh god knowing exactly what you need and in that it is kind of the imagery of god being a gardener in your life Um, that he knows exactly the nutrients, the soil, everything you really need. And I guess that kind of goes with the intro that we, you know, we started with. You know, even in our lives, we've gone through things and experienced things that shaped and molded our, uh, our perspectives. And there is something to be said about going through difficulties, storms, trials, persecutions, different things like that, coming out of the other side of it and having a phenomenal testimony to encourage others, right? It's not always, it's not about us, right? It's about what God does in us and through us for the whole body of Christ, that each member would supply its part. And I think a lot of times we can even get lost in uh, Christian preaching and teaching where it's so focused on the individual self that we miss the collective whole. And knowing that there has to be a balance, right? You can't just have, all the preaching and teaching you ever hear about is about you, and you can't have all of the teaching and preaching just about only others and never you. So there has to be this um, this balance that you have in operation in your life. You know, I kind of I kind of equate that to a balanced diet, right? That's why I encourage people. Hey, yeah, listen to podcasts, listen to the other uh, other voices, other teachers, other things like that, because they might have a specific call and an assignment on their life that they're really heavy on. But then others will have another call in their life that there's that's specific to them, right? For instance, um, Kenneth Hagan right? Kenneth Hagan believed that uh, he his whole call was faith, right? Is in, he created you know a large portion? He was a, a leader in the Word of Faith movement, and his whole thing was faith, believing in faith, having faith, and so he was really huge on the faith aspect. But it's like. If all you have is just the faith aspect, you're missing a whole portion of the whole of what you need to get a a full balance, right? Yeah. And in the other, other side, when you hear from, say, ministries or uh, ministers, evangelists, uh, missionaries that come back from overseas, a lot of them will be preaching on persecutions and trials. But if all you have is just the preaching and teaching on persecutions and trials, then you... Well, honestly, you'll lack faith in, in the middle of your persecution and trial because you'll see it as, well, this is a divine moment. I need to stay in it, and this is from God. So I, I don't believe, right? And I don't need, need to have faith in the middle of this situation, and it's kind of like there's both, <laughs> right? It's never a this or that. It's it's a kind of an all-inclusive, like, be led by the Holy Spirit to determine what the situation is. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, even when he took him into the Babylonian captivity, it was like, you know, still... Still be good, still do righteous things, and still live according to God's will and all that stuff. So it wasn't just like, "All right, you're done. Give up." Yeah, <laughs> right. And when you think about it in a in a garden analogy and
1: metaphor, if I go out to the garden and my plants look like they're dry, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Well, they need more sun." You know, uh, obviously, I'm like, they have too much sun. They need water. They need nutrients. They need uh, shade, right? They need these things. And and when you look at it, uh, you can't just be like, well, all I have to do is give it water, give it sun, and give it soil. Well, there is an imbalance. If it's too nutritious of soil, it'll burn the plant. If it's not nutritious enough, it doesn't have enough sustenance to be able to grow. If it gets too much water, it'll drown out a plant. If it gets too little water, it will dry up a plant, right? And, and, And God knows everything that we need in that moment, and it's going to have a variety uh, of different outcomes in our lives, right? Mm. So same person can go through the same situation. This is going back to practical application. So two people can go through the same situation and be handling it from a different aspect based on how the Holy Spirit's leading them, right? So they could see it and say, okay, well, the Holy Spirit is having me to believe in faith for a supernatural miracle and this, that, or the other. And another person's like, no, actually this is something that I'm going to work through and go through and then at the end of it is going to be a testimony and the people that I meet along the way are going to be divine appointments and so it's necessary for these things to happen. You know, I'm thinking of the the one man who all of the people were asking Jesus, hey, well, who sinned in this? And he's like, nobody did. This is for the glory of the Lord, that this would happen. So in that instance, it was like, dude, that was a divine moment that needed to happen for it to occur. So we can't just sit there and say, oh, well, and I think that's what religion does, right? Always blame someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Always put blame on it, right? Oh, man, you're going through a hard time. You must have sinned. Your people must have sinned. You know what? It's because you haven't read enough. You haven't prayed enough. You haven't whipped yourself with a cat of nine tails this morning, right? And it's like, you haven't starved and done all this to yourself so that you could be holier for God. And it's like, that's what religion does. And Jesus came really preaching a completely different message where he was like, hey, if you get into a relationship with me, I'll lead God and direct you in the middle of the storm and let you know exactly what you need. So you're not just out there trying to wing it and guess it. Well, I'm just trying to figure it out. Well, seek his face, hear his voice, and see his leading and his and his guidance. And that sounds very simple, but it is not easy. It is very simple, but it is not easy. And when you but when you do it and you become accustomed to it, it becomes a part of who you are. Right? Your yeah. faith should not just be a title or tag. Oh, well, Trenton, you're a Christian. That's your tag. It's like you know, being a Christian, being Christ like one. Should be exuding from your character and your nature to others. Like they don't, you don't have to say, "Hey, I'm Christian Trenton," <laughs> you know. <laughs> I am Trenton. I am a follower of Christ. You would you wouldn't know that if I didn't tell you, but I told you, so right. now you get to sit there and judge my actions. It's like, dude, uh, you know, it's like no, they know you by those uh, characteristics, natures and traits that that exude out of you because it reminds them of Christ. That is being a Christ-like one, a disciple of Christ. Like when they saw Peter, they were like, ah, oh, he spent time with Jesus.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's it, really. It's just being rooted. It's uh, listening to the Lord. Like even the Israelites, they often did not, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not listening to the Lord. Uh, at one point, they went and chased some people for a battle when God never told them to.
1: Yeah. They're but like, we want to fight. God let God's him God's like, get what are you whooped.
0: doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then they came back crying. He was like, I don't know what you're crying about. I never told you to do that. <laughs> right? And then uh, there's other situations, like in John chapter 15, when Jesus is literally saying, I am the vine. You're the branches. Like, you, yep. you've you got to be connected. You've got to listen. And it's for your benefit. Right. That's the hard part that people don't realize. Right. It's for your benefit.
1: Well, you don't see it in the middle of it, right? Like the whole adage, you know, me becoming a father, I, I would always, you know, growing up, my mom would like discipline me and my brother and it would be like, this is going to hurt me more than it does you. And in that moment, you know, I'm a kid with a childlike perspective and I'm like, doubt it. You know, I'm like, "It no, it's totally going to physically hurt me more. Right. But I didn't understand the complexity of what she was actually saying because she didn't want to have to do that. But it was out of my disobedience that she had to do it. Why? To make me a and create in me a nature that was, like, obedient, right? That I could understand that. And then when I become a father and, and um, you know, I have my daughter, I'm sitting there going, no, no, I get it. Now I understand that, right? I got to set in boundaries. I have to have, you know, I just can't let my, my, my daughter free range out in the yard and just run yeah. around. She ain't a chicken, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because you'd so be like, "Oh, she okay. might
0: be happier would, yeah. in the moment, you <laughs> right. know?" Mm-hmm. A lot of people but you have to bring that. in that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. But happiness does not always equate to to being right and to living better.
1: Right, cuz there's a lot yeah. of
0: people that are happy mm-hmm. but I don't know, even the drug addict is happy when he gets his fix. Right, yeah. I mean, truthfully, because he's,
1: you know, fulfilling the lust of the flesh and so it's like, "Well, yeah, this makes me happy. I enjoy doing that, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not saying, hey, if you want to be a Christian, you just you're never going to be happy, right? <laughs> no, that's not it. It's a, it. There are seasons where you will have joy and happiness, but your joy and happiness doesn't derive from selfishness of selfish ambitions. Why? Because now you have a new nature and a desire inside of you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe, and you shall receive them is after you have been one with him, right? You now have his desire. His desire matches your desire. Now you're both on the same page. That's not a verse to say, well, I'm just going to believe for a Rolls Royce and God's my cosmic vending machine. He's going <laughs> to drop it out of the sky and I'm going to live happily ever after. Lord, hey, yeah, give me millions of dollars and I'll do this and that. And he's like, uh, well, I gave you a few thousand and you didn't do what I told you, so... Let's talk about that, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) There's always setbacks involved. Yeah. Or what David would say, you know, valleys and peaks. Mm -hmm. Or uh, as Jesus might describe, pruning Mm -hmm. and uh, all these other things. Or discipline. There's Father's discipline all throughout Scripture. So it's complicated from a human perspective. Right, yeah. Because as an adult, you you feel like, well, I'm not a child anymore, right? But yet, we kind of are
1: (laughs) compared to God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh wow, your three pound brain still not even comparable to the knowledge that God possesses, right? It's eternal (laughs) knowledge. It's all powerful, (laughs) all knowing. It's like you can't even comprehend that. And you know, and, and using the the illustration of Uh, for pruning, right? Let's say you're an apple tree, right? Yeah. And someone comes up to you with pruning shears. You're not comfortable with that. Nope. You're like, hey, those branches were like God intended it. They're coming right out of me. Why are you cutting them? And it's like, no, no, I have to cut these because you will yield much fruit afterwards, right? And if people, you're listening to this and you don't know much about, you know, apple trees and pruning and things like that, if you let all of those sucker branches grow on an apple tree you will get small, puny little apples because the blooms will be so much that the tree cannot actually um, put all of its nutrients into the apples to sustain full-grown apples. That's why you have to cut the branches off and you have to minimize it, and it looks like you're killing the tree when you're doing it, and it is not a pleasant process for that tree. However, when it becomes time for those blooms to bloom and for the apples to produce, you will get full-grown, luscious apples. And the process—and, you know, we do have to have trust and faith in the process that God has us in. Yeah. You know, and trust Him, and be like, you know what, Lord? I may not have all the understanding. I, I don't need to have it, but I trust you, and I'm going to put my faith in this, and you are going to lead me by way of the Holy Spirit in the middle of the situation, and then I might gain understanding afterwards.
0: Yeah, well, it's usually been afterwards for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like "Eh," much later when I've reflected on my life, and I was like, "That was God," (laughs) and I was very angry and upset. And he's like, "I got you."
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's why it's important to distinguish between the voice. You know the Lord's voice, but you also know the enemy's voice. Yeah. So as soon as you hear it, like I mean, immediately the adversary is going to step in and be like, "What's he doing?" Pruning you back. Well, it looks like he's holding you back. Yeah. Yeah. He's holding you back. The
1: enemy's going, Hey, would a good father cut branches off of you? Right. Why doesn't he want you to be who you were designed to be? It's like he's getting you to your full potential. Like he's getting you into a place of where you're producing more fruit. Not where you're just sitting out there like a rugged, nasty bush, you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you got all these branches, but you can't you got baby apples, man. (laughs) And God's like no, this is for your benefit so that you're going to be a tree that produces the fruit and it's going to uh, be something that inspires everyone else around you. And mm. it's like, oh, and the enemy's going to say, oh, he's, he's cutting your branches, he's pruning you. Oh, you see, and you trust him. You trust him, really? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Yep. Yeah. Get out of here, devil. <laughs> right?
0: It's just like with the when you were a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. you get disciplined by your dad or whatever, mm-hmm. and then your friends are like, Bro, he don't even care about you, he's just trying to embarrass you in front of your friends and everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he's trying to bring you down, he don't he don't see the man you are, you know. He's like, <laughs> No, he's trying to keep you out of jail. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. He's like, No, I gotta instill these principles in him so he's not a miserable adult, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, God knows what is best for you. But do you have the trust?
1: Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to read this verse out of uh, Luke chapter 22. So this is uh, Jesus talking with uh, with Peter. And it, well, the other disciples are there too, but he's specifically talking to Peter here in, in Luke 22, verse 31. And it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that, you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And then verse 33, but he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. So to put this into context, right, he's sitting there. Jesus is telling him, hey, man, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat. So he knows that. And this, this might mess with somebody's theology right now or their doctrine or, or how they view God, right? <laughs> but Jesus could have said, but I said, hey, uh, Peter, I told him no, that you're my homeboy, and I got your back. Instead, he said, no, that your faith would be with you, that it would be strengthened in right. the middle of it because you have to go through it. you got to go through this. Jesus had the power and the authority to command the, satan not to even come close to him right yeah and, and he, but he didn't he said no 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 that you would not be sifted i pray that your faith it's your faith not not that oh, the, oh i told the enemy not to mess with you because you're a made man you know he ain't the godfather like that right <laughs> he's sitting there he's like no you got to go through this why because he's a master gardener that's right he knows exactly what he has to go through what did Kelly Clarkson say? Don't
0: kill me, make me stronger. <laughs> uh, but it's true. Yeah, you did it better though. But think. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I bet right. Simon would still <laughs> hate me. He probably would. He hates everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. But think of the just how uh, strong of an implication that is. When I mean, it's easy to read over that. Yeah, but to be sifted like wheat, but man, he's like, no, you're gonna get crushed. Yeah, you're gonna get tossed. Yep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna be a very pleasant process. Hey, and and you know, Peter's sitting there going, "Yeah, Lord, I'm with you all the way to the end. Like I'm gonna do that." And it's pretty funny what what Jesus tells him after that in thirty four, he says, "I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times <laughs> that you even know me." Right, and it's like what. So he's sitting there telling Jesus how committed and devoted he is, and Jesus is like, "Now let me explain to you the situation, okay? Now, this is what's going to happen actually before the rooster crows. Like you're going to you're going to deny me. And this is going to happen. And I'm praying for you that your faith would be strengthened in the middle of it. Why? Why? I mean, do we need Jesus to pray for our faith to strengthen us? Absolutely. Why not? Like that's that's phenomenal, right? And the word says that Jesus is now seated at the right hand of the Father, doing what? Mm. Making intercession for us. Yeah. For us. And it's like, what? Yeah. And Him and the Father sent the Holy Spirit to indwell inside of us, to have that direct communication with us. So now that we can be empowered and we have oversight, right? So G- they're pulling Overwatch, we're being empowered. We should be walking in that victory, but it, it doesn't mean that we won't be going through something, right? You can't get into victory unless you get into a battle, right?
0: Yeah. You have to go to the battle. How are you going to win? Yeah.
1: What What are you winning? Yeah. Win what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, but, but we literally... Christian theology and doctrine is teaching people that they never have to go through anything, any adversity, any difficulty. Just give your heart to Jesus You'll never have to go through anything ever again. What? Where's that in Scripture? I don't see it, man.
0: I, I do not see, see it. that. I mean, unless Paul was super not anointed. Yeah, he
1: was super not following <laughs> Christ then. I mean, seriously, that has to mess your, your theology and your doctrine up because yeah. that's contrary to Scripture, right? And it, it preaches a good message, and people will come to it. Oh, and they love it. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, my pastor said, you know, life's going to be rainbows and daisies. Like, I'm going to be on the up and up.
0: Oh, comfort, yeah. convenience, oh, safety,
1: security, set yeah. me up. And explain that to a <laughs> third-world nation persecuted church that is seeing persecution like never before, and then you try to preach man. an American prosperity-style gospel to them like they want to throw up. They're like, that's not kingdom. Right, if it is, we we haven't got it because we don't see it around here.
0: <laughs> well, I guess your faith isn't strong enough. I guess not. You just gotta <laughs> pray a little harder, brother.
1: I you guess... gotta you gotta find that anointed man of God yeah. who will step in and lay hands on you and give you a word.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean like the angel who stepped into the prison and gave them a word to go <laughs> preach, and then they got beat?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: ended in a beating. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, could you bless me so I end up crushed and beaten and my skin filleted? Like, (laughs) oh, man. Like, seriously, that's the word, though. That's what the word says. And
0: it's not just Paul. Yeah. It was Peter. Yep, It was everybody.
1: It was everybody. Even John, the beloved, even though people are like, well, John didn't get martyred. He got beat, and he got persecuted, and he went through adversity. I mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Many would even say he got tarred and feathered. Yeah. You know, it's.
1: Tried to boil him, you know? It's there like,
0: is a reason Paul said that if you are a Christian, you're going to be persecuted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the physical or whatever, but, like, the persecution's different for every culture, every society, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Work, force, everything. Mental, emotional, mm-hmm. physical, spiritual. You're going through it. You you have to. Yeah. How else are you going to grow?
1: Right, yeah. Now, I want to talk to the person that's listening to this because when I when we started this, we were talking about balance, right? So you can hear the first part of this message and, and then stop there and then say, okay, well, anything I go through, depression, anxiety, whatever, then it's God's will. I should just be sitting in it. However, He is a good gardener. He knows exactly what you need. So if the Holy Spirit is prompting you to have faith to believe for something to be taken from you, i.e. depression, anxiety, these different things. Like yeah, pray, stand in faith and believe, right? It's don't don't just sit there and say, "Well, this depression, that's just my thorn in the flesh. I just got to live with it. I got to deal with it." It's like, "No, we got to hold those thoughts captive. We got to stand in faith and believe." We need to look at the bigger picture. We need to have a different perspective. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to come in and to change the way that we think about things Mm. so that we can see it differently.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're still going through it, you're not done. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're in the battle, (laughs) nobody in a battle, in a fight, sits there halfway through the fight and is like, well, I'm just going to sit here and take it and I'm going to (laughs) quit and then expect victory at the end of it. Like, to me, like, coming from my military background, it's like, no, you have to have violence of action the whole time, pressing forward and advancing on the enemy. If you're not advancing on the enemy, they're taking ground. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, even if you're standing still and you're holding what you have, if you're holding what you have, you've lost. Like, you need to keep advancing, and that's the point, right? So where the Lord is leading you as the Holy Spirit is prompting you and empowering you, then you're advancing, And you're advancing for the kingdom. What does that look like? Well, with them, right, when they were in prison, the advancement was a supernatural provision brought by the angel that released them out and then told them to go preach. Then they ended up getting beat for it. And then they go out and they preach again. Yeah. And it's like, either way, they're not stopping.
0: I mean, do the math. Yeah, do the math. Two steps forward, one step back is still advancement. Yeah. So a lot of people collapse in that one step back, but they don't realize... Man, you just made two steps forward, and yep. you're about to make two more steps forward. Yep. So even if it going. continues in that progress, yep. it's still advancement. Climb, keep climbing, <laughs> and yeah, and so
1: if you're listening to this, man, we really want to encourage you. If you feel like you've missed it and you failed in the past, man, that is that that's where repentance is critical. Like God is not sitting there holding those things against you. He wants you to walk forward and complete the things for tomorrow, today, and tomorrow. Right? Don't dwell in the past. The enemy always brings up the past. He is the accuser of the brethren. That is his def- definition, right? So, if you're in the middle of the war right now, you're in the middle of the battle, and you're sitting there and you're like, man, I'm feeling fatigued. I'm feeling weak. This is where we press in and we ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen us. Just like Jesus prayed for Peter, he prayed that his faith would be made strong in him. So, we can pray for that endurance to come over our lives and say, Lord, give me the endurance. Give me the vision, give me the insight, give me the foresight, give me the strategic plan on what I need to do in the middle of this. I don't know anybody that goes to war that does not seek information from the higher command. Yes. Like that would just be if you're cut off from the higher command, you don't have communication, you're flapping in the wind. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. You your life depends on it. It does. And that's why Romans 8:14, those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. Like we have to have that direct communication, right? Yeah. The vine and the branches. We have to have that direct communication, right? We need that pruning. We need that. We need the 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 supreme gardener to come in and to give us what is necessary for where we are in our lives. And nope. not everybody needs the exact same thing at the same time.
0: Nope. And you it's got all to different. got to view it in the entire eternal perspective and the big picture. Again, that you can make stumble backward and keep going forward. Yeah. Um, and my I've actually recently stumbled, you know, a few steps backward myself. Um, it's not a the life defeating thing. Yeah. You get back up, you start advancing. Yeah. It's when the enemy keeps you down and and convinces you that you're going to stay where you're at. Yeah. No, man. They've let him win. David He's said you're walking your through yeah. the valley of death and guess who's with you in that valley of death? Yeah. The Lord yep. and you're walking, you're going you're not staying. You're not camping there. But this has been my verse for a few days now. Isaiah 43, 18. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. It will spring forth. Yeah. Man, okay. God's not interested in the mistakes of the past. Yeah. And neither should we be.
1: Yeah, we need to move forward. We need to keep advancing, you know, and that's. That's really what what we have to, we have to have that perspective, that um, tenacity and the endurance. that That is the, that, that's what really needs to be promoted right now for all of the saints in the body of Christ. Be like, yeah. hey, do not lose heart. Stay focused. Stay connected. Hear from the Holy Spirit. Do what he is calling you Absolutely. to do. Absolutely.
0: It yeah. may even look dark. All the lights can go out. Yeah. It may look dark. But it doesn't mean it is dark. Yeah. If we're walking in the Spirit, yeah. man, we're going to be illuminating that whole path.
1: That's right. We're bringing the light into the situation, and and that is that's where we need to be. And it encourages others, too, right? Because when we give our testimony and we tell people of the story that we've gone through, it builds up their faith for them to dare to believe to encounter the same thing. Yep, and that's what we are called to do in the body of Christ. This is why the gospel message has continued over <laughs> thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, is because people were faithful in continuing to give their testimony and what Christ has done in them, oh. and it's encouraged the body. I love uh, sitting down with the older saints, and 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 I'm like, man, just tell me what God's done in your life. And they're like, oh well, when I when I was 20, he did this. When I was 30, he did this. When I was 40, he did this. When I was 50, he did this. When I was, 50, he when I was 60, he did this. You know, and it's like, what? And there was a lot of pain and suffering. There was a lot of joy. There was a lot of happiness. And they've held the faith, and they've kept the endurance. And they've gone through so many things. And their yeah. life, the, the their whole life that they're able to live and go through all of those things is a testimony of God's goodness.
0: And a lot of people might get discouraged at the fact that there was only one encounter every decade. But, again, that's the back forward, back yeah. forward. As long as you're advancing forward, guess what? It's progress.
1: Keep advancing. (laughs) Well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you, it's uplifted you. Um, As always, have a phenomenal day. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.